Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. You know, we're going to continue to look as Ben was leading us in worship today. Uh, as he said, we didn't plan this, and how that to know that uh, in worship sometimes uh, <clears throat> He all the time, praise so much over and them of the praise team on what the Lord would have them uh, to lead all of us in worship. And uh, we were talking about this week and how the, the message that I had changed to God with us. No matter what you're facing today, no matter what we see or everything that's going on with the stress, so many people are facing, if not everybody, we need to realize and remember God is with us. So we're going to look in uh, the Bible today, in the Old Testament, the prophet Isaiah. Let's pray. Father, we are so grateful. Lord, we've said so many times in the last year, we'll never take for granted, Lord, that we can meet freely, worship you on the first day of the week. Every time we see a Christmas light this time of year, may it remind us that you're the light of the world and why we celebrate Christmas is because of you. You came to be with us, God with us. Lord, we thank you today. Lord, help each and every one of us in the same way. And Father, also in a different way. We all need to hear in a way in what we're dealing with, whether it's in our home whether it's just feeling lonely, whether it's at work, relationships, Lord, we look to you today to calm our hearts in Jesus' name, amen. We're going to look at Isaiah chapter 7. You know, sometimes something will happen through the week and it'll spark something off on maybe what to speak on or not, so on and so forth. So, uh, Last Sunday, I was going by to pick up some bread after uh, church, and uh, usually just go home after church on Sundays. And so I'm at, I'm at the Panera Bread, and I was getting something to go. And, uh, and I got two loaves of these small loaves of bread. Well, it, it's kind of all this is happening at once. You know, if you've been to anywhere now lately, you have seen the signs that say, Please be patient with our help. We only have two people working today. We only have one people working. You know, I'm going to wait till we show up. There's nobody going to be in there. Just get whatever you want. But anyway, so, so anyway, so I, I go and I'm standing in the line. And so this is all going on in slow motion. So the real nice girl behind the counter. And I said, hey, I want two of those loaves of bread over there. And she goes, oh, okay, that's fine. You know, no, I know it's a couple dollars a piece. Or whatever. So this is all happening in slow motion. As she's ringing it up, she knows that she looks over to see the two loaves. The manager is going in behind her and hearing all this and grabs the one loaf of bread. That she's going to use it for, for some, or another customer already. So she starts looking at me like, gonna yell at me you know and and I, I said uh, I said listen don't worry about it, no big deal she goes you you want your money back I said no forget it. it's just two dollars just keep it do whatever you want with it right away as this happens as I always say it happens to you too somebody is behind me going 
hey, Dallas, how you doing? <laughs> Can you imagine if I'd have got, I can't believe she did that. And she took this, what, what, what are you guys running here? And I'll said, hey, Dallas, how you doing? This is all I think about, you know? So anyway, so I get down to the end, and I look at the manager, and I said, hey, you stole my bread. <laughs> now I think she's going to cry. So she starts to, you know, she's distressed. And I'm, I just burst out laughing. And so then she was just completely just changed direction in her face. You know, she was so relieved. But everybody is so, what's so we've been this week was everybody is so stressed. And I really believe one of the reasons is that, you know what, there's always been pressure if you think about it. How long, look at, realize how long World War II lasted. And all the different people that suffered loss in that. And, and all the different things in the wars that we've been through. And all the things that people have to deal with because of war. All the job losses people have had in the last couple of years. And then, of course, the pandemic and everything else that has happened. How do, we, how do we deal with what we're dealing with right now today? I want you to know that God is with you. God is with you. And it was prophesied by the prophet in the Old Testament in a book of Isaiah, chapter 7 and verse 14. The prophet says, therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel, which we know that means God with us. God with us. Jesus took on human form, lived a perfect life, and died on the cross for all our sins, and he rose from the grave, and through him we have eternal life. But God came to be with us, and he's here with you. I'm always reminded when I read that verse in, in Psalm, it says, and God made all the stars in the heavens. If you talk to astronomers or you listen to them sometimes on YouTube or wherever, and they're talking about different things that happen in the heavens, and they say, you know, we don't know how many, but there are actually billions, billions of stars. And the Bible tells us in Psalm 147 that God numbers all the stars and he knows them by name. We're made in God's image. Do you think how much more important that you are <clears throat> to God? And God wants to know that he is here with you today. He's here with us. And he gives, he says, I'm going to give a sign. And when that sign takes place, and Mary and Joseph understand him by a dream with Joseph, and they begin to understand, and it's emphasized again, they remember from the Old Testament prophet, this was going to happen. Now they know it's solidified. Isn't it amazing that God wants to give you and I a sign? I don't know what it is in your life, but he always does something that will back it up. In other words, he always does something that eventually that sign actually comes to place in your life and it becomes an experience. And you actually, all this time that you wonder what God is doing, and then you see. That's what God wants you to know today. Right now, for hundreds and hundreds of years, they didn't know. 
The prophet just prophesied hundreds and hundreds of years before Jesus came. And they were looking all that time. I'm here to tell you today, don't give up whatever you're facing and whatever you're going to. You say, how do I do that? Well, to know that God is with us, I want you to look in the New Testament. One of my favorite verses in the New Testament is Colossians, in the book of Colossians, chapter 1 and verse 27. To them, God willed to make known what are the riches of glory of this mystery among the Gentiles. Here it is, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Emmanuel. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, and we are a church that talks a lot about the Holy Spirit. And I can guarantee you, many of us, if not most of us, had forgotten this week that the Holy Spirit is dwelling within us. I don't mean that to get down on you or me. I'm just saying that we just get busy and, and, and all the things that we have going on. God wants you to know that as we have just read this, we're, we're reminded of the hope that we have because Christ is in us through the power of the Holy Spirit. God is with you and me through Jesus. So when you are facing whatever it is that you hear the news or you're battling something at home or you're battling something personally, be reminded this is not your battle. It's not yours. Christ in you, the hope of glory. It's glory. Let's talk about heaven. What did Jesus say when he was talking to his disciples? And he said, Lord, we, we're not sure how we do all this. And the Lord gave them his prayer. This is, this, is, this is how in many ways you're supposed to pray. And he gives them all those things. And he says, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. When, when we are looking to the Lord, we're actually pulling down the power from heaven to help us whatever we face. And that is God is with us. God is with you today. And you fill in the blank whatever that you're facing. It's something totally new that maybe it was a year or two years ago. And a year from now, you're going to face something totally new again. How do we do that? Well, God gives us a sign. And we have that sign that's a promise that you and I can look at his word. It's a promise maybe that you and I look to, whatever it might be, and you hold on to that promise, something hasn't happened in your life, but it's going to. And if you and I are willing to know whatever it is you're dealing with, he's going to help you work through it. God with us the hope of glory. You have hope today. See, the, the problem that we see in our world in so many different ways is because they don't have any hope. Why don't people personally have any hope? Well, let's look and see why. Look at 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, or I think it's chapter 10. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, and God tells us the warfare that we face. 
2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 4. Or actually, let me just read verses 3 through 5. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. Casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought unto captivity to the obedience of Christ. You know, when someone is down in their heart, someone's dealing with something emotionally, you know where it first came through? First came through our mind. Something will happen and, and, and we'll get discouraged because we start thinking about something. And the Lord tells us that your success is not dependent on you. And he wants you to know that the devil is going to beat you and I up or try every day. And to take every bit of whatever you think of who you are and just knock you down again and again and again. Because you are not only, and we are not only made in God's image, but as a believer, we are sons and daughters of the Most High. Now, if we are sons and daughters of God in heaven, and we see in this world that we're made in God's image, do we see the battle that's taking place in our world? Everything that's being destroyed to take away anything that has to do with, as, as God said in, in the very first book of the Bible, he created man and he created a woman. And what are we seeing in the battle that's raging today to tear that all apart? There is warfare going on. If, it's, if we see that as much in society, I want you to know as a believer, the devil's coming at you. Now, we don't have to get upset and think, you know, how, how are we going to handle this? We know that that our warfare is real. We can't see it. It's supernatural. We give it to the Lord. He will fight that battle. There'll be periods of time in your life and in my life that we're down a whole lot lower than other times. And when we are, devil comes at us. You know, I'll never forget. If I can say out of two, (laughs) my age or whatever, if I can say one of the worst years of my life, was my freshman year in high school. My freshman year in high school, you know, on a good day today, I'm about 5'8", okay? That's on a good day. I've had a good sleep, so forth. You know, they say you're always a little bit taller in the morning. Anyway, so on a good day, I'm 5'8", all right? So uh, I was 5'3", my freshman year in high school, and uh, had braces and the whole thing. And uh, the girl actually ended up dating for two and a half years in high school. She was... All these guys are upper class and we wanted to go out with her. And that was knocked out from underneath me. I, I, was, I don't know how many times I ended up in a locker by an upperclassman throwing me in a locker. But anyway, so all this stuff going on, right? You know, I could fit in a locker real easy. So anyway, I am just so like, is this going to end? You know, and funny things, you know, it just one thing and another and another. And, and, uh, but through that process, I, you know, I ended up, I get three F's, and I've never seen my mom that upset in her life, and she's having a meltdown with my dad, and, you know, what's happened to our son? He's grades and all that, you know. And, and anyway, so 
I had to quit the basketball team, and I didn't want to do that. My grades were dead. They sent me to a school at night for six weeks, and I'm, I mean, it's, all this stuff's going on, you know? And, and I'm like, am I, am I going to make it out of this, this, this warfare of my freshman year in high school? Because then, I don't even know if they do it now, as, as a freshman, you were in with, with seniors, you know, and even some of your classes. It was so intimidating. I didn't know if I was going to make it through it, but I know that, that, that my self-esteem, or if you want to say it that way, or my, my strength didn't rely on me. And it was going to change. And I think so many young people today are hurting so much mentally because they're not being told the way, the truth, and the life. They just would hear more about Jesus. So I want you to know whatever you're facing, whatever that warfare is, whatever, God is with you. You're not in this alone. I mean, he's here to talk to us in in the middle of the night. He even says that when we begin to talk to him, that we fall asleep easier, and he says he gives his beloved sleep. God's with us. No matter what you look at, no matter what it looks like in the flesh, no matter what you're facing and going through, if you hold on to the Lord and knowing that God is with me and he came to dwell amongst us, the Bible tells us in the first chapter of the book of John, the flesh he came into and walked amongst us. He saw all our hurts, all things. He experienced all the things that... that all the different things that he saw people even go through, and he was there with compassion. It's no different today. He looks at your life. He knows you by name. And I want to leave you with a promise today to know that God is with you, and I want you to be able to see it every day. Look at the, in the, in the Old Testament again, the book of Lamentations. The prophet again is writing, so much turmoil has taken place, everything that's going on in Lamentations chapter 3, verses 22. Or, or Lamentations and chapter 3, verses 22 through, I think I'm going to read down through verse 24. Now, this is a promise to you and I that tomorrow, if you let the Lord, is going to be better than today, and then the next day will be better again. And it'll be better and better and better. You say, how can that be possible? Well, it only is possible with the good Lord, but it is possible. And this is what he says. Through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed. In other words, through his love, his faithful love, his mercies, his favor, we are not consumed because his compassion fails not. You know, when you know that someone so loves you and will be willing to do anything for you, It changes the way you live. Think about that. God wants you to know that in your life and in my life, the love through Jesus Christ will never fail. It will never fail. In other words, when you look to him and you ask him for help, he's always going to be there. might not change your situation, but it will change. And in the meantime... What does he tell us? What's this promise? Because his compassion fails not. Here it is, verse 23. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. 
they are new every morning. You know, uh, used to be not so much anymore. Used to be, you know, car guy, muscle car guy, the whole thing. Used to love the, the whole thing about those and, and everything that goes along with them anyways. I used to want to so, you know, was one of those guys that, you know, you take, have your vehicle and you park it at the end of the grocery store all the way out in the back parking lot, and then you'd come up to it, out, you looked at it, and there's somebody put their cart right next to it, you know, purposely right against the car. You know, you want to keep it perfect, and, and I don't care what you do, how hard you try, no matter how much you take care of that, uh, there's going to be a nick in the door or something is going to happen. It is not going to stay new. Or a young lady who might get in the car with you doesn't look at the car like you do and spill something all over it inside. Oh, I'm sorry, you know. Anyways, that's happened years ago. But that, okay, it's all right. It's all right. What happens? Things in this world are not going to stay new. They're not going to. But it's amazing that we can live in a supernatural and know that every day Jesus is going to show us, no matter how bad a certain day might be, when we go to bed that night, a promise that you and I have is when we wake up the next morning, God is going to teach us something new about who he is in our life. That's who we serve. That's the hope that we have. And I close with the last part of that verse. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I hope in him. In other words, all that I need, all, all, everything that I need in this life and for all eternity comes through Jesus Christ. And that's why the Bible tells us right there, therefore, you and I today, God is with us, and I, we hope in him. No matter how difficult your situation might be right now, I want you to know when you look to Jesus, you will experience his love in a greater way tomorrow morning. Even though it doesn't change, he's going to show you it's going to get better. You're going to experience something new that you didn't experience today because he's with you. No matter how difficult it might be sometimes, whether you're a teacher or a police officer or all these different things that people are dealing with in the medical field, no matter what you have to deal with every day, Jesus says, it's not a surprise to me. I've already been there. I'm going to come back. I'm going to walk you through it. And I'm going to be there with you. Great is his faithfulness more than we could ever, ever know. All he wants us to do is trust him today and know that God is with us not only this time of year, but forever and ever and ever. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Let's pray. So our heads are bowed today. I want you to just kind of insert maybe this last week what you've been dealing with, things that have been going on. Maybe I, I can't figure it out. You don't know. Maybe it's getting more and more difficult. I want you to right now, 
right now, whatever you're dealing with, you say, Lord, I want you to take, will, will you just take this from me? Lord, whatever that I'm thinking about, whatever the devil's trying to throw in my mind that makes me feel insecure, or I'm not going to make it, or I'm not worthy, or, or I don't know what the future looks like. But Lord, great is your faithfulness. And I see heaven in a way like I've never seen it before. That you're there and you're also here with me. And the hope that I have that you're going to take me through this life and one day we'll be in heaven forever and ever and ever. If you're watching today or if you're here, whatever it might be, I, I want you to know that God tells us our way to heaven is through God with us, Jesus Christ, Emmanuel. He tells us in the book of Romans that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And all you have to do if you're watching is say, Jesus, I, I, don't, I can't figure this life out. I don't know what's going to happen, and I just know I can't do it anymore. All you have to say, Jesus, that you are Emmanuel and you came to this world and you lived a perfect life for me. And Jesus, right now I ask you to forgive me for all of my sins that you died on the cross for me. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. Father, we thank you that there is no other name than the name of Jesus and all in heaven and earth. Father, we worship you this day. Lord, for those that have accepted you as their Savior, maybe through YouTube or the internet, may they contact us. And Father, has been leads us as we stand in a moment this time of year. If someone wants to accept you into their heart, may they step forward today. It's invitation time, and I can show them in your word, and they can pray that same sinner's prayer. And you, through your shed blood on the cross of Calvary, will give them eternal life in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says, by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior, and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his son to die on the cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward.
Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son and you came and lived a perfect life and you died on the cross and you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC, or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services, and we want you to know that we'll contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, you'll always have hope, knowing that Jesus is your Savior, and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.